Hello and welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast, the show that empowers you to wake up to your full potential and achieve your biggest goals and dreams. I am your host, Hal Elrod, and I invite you to join us each week as we share actionable strategies to take your life to the next level, as well as interview world-class experts and entrepreneurs who have achieved extraordinary goals themselves, and we ask them to give you a peek behind the curtain and teach you exactly what you need to do to do the same. Ready? Here we go. Hey, Goal Achievers, it's Hal Elrod. Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. And today we're going to do something that we've done before, which is have a guest host. And that is my good friend, Chip Franks. And if you don't know Chip, you'll get to know him here in a second. But we're following up on last week's episode. Last week, I talked about answering the question, what should you focus on right now? What should you focus on right now? There's so many things pulling for our attention with this COVID-19, coronavirus, and all of the fallout and potential consequences for each of us personally, individually, uh, and also collectively as a society. So what should you focus on right now is such an important question to be answering. And I'm not going to, I can't tell you what you should focus on, right? That's for you to decide. But I was just inviting you to consider what for me became clear recently was the two primary things that I am committed to focusing on right now are myself and my relationships. In other words, how can I be the best that I've ever been right now? And when I say the word the best, I'm talking about what am I committed to doing now to be at my best physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually? What are the daily rituals, routines, and practices that I'm going to incorporate so that I can be the best I've ever been, even in the midst of the uncertain times? The one thing we have control over, of course, is ourselves. And for me, of course, the Miracle Morning practice is the cornerstone. That's the center. That's the self-care practice that enables me to be at my best. And I realized that I have, since this whole thing started, and even before that, I realized that my miracle morning had gotten off track because tends to happen when you do something for a long enough period of time, right? You forget some of the fundamentals and you start to stray away from things and maybe you you don't do all of the practices and you know, and all of a sudden you wake up one day and it happens so gradually. For me, I look back and I'm like, wait a minute, I am not nailing my miracle morning and my savers the way that I could be and should be. And really specifically, and listen up to this, because if you were around in 2008, when 2008, when the US economy crashed, that's why I created the Miracle Morning, was we were in a recession, I had lost over half of my clients, over half of my income, and I created this morning ritual so that I could turn that around, and it happened so quickly. Within two months, I had doubled my income and was feeling great. I told my wife, and she goes, I said, this morning routine has totally changed my life Like in, in a couple of months. It's, it feels like a miracle. And she goes, it's your Miracle Morning. I go, yeah, I like that miracle morning. That's great, right? And then that was kind of the beginning of I started putting my schedule as miracle morning before I ever shared it with another person. And then the rest is kind of history, as they say. Well, recently, Chip Franks posted in the Miracle Morning community, the Facebook group. And if you're not on Facebook, it's worth getting on just to be a part of the Miracle Morning community. It's one of the most supportive loving, non-judgmental, helpful online communities in the world. But Chip posts in there quite a bit. He's really become a leader in the community because his posts are so well received. They're so well thought out. They're usually long. He really gives a lot of content, a lot of value. And recently he posted something, it was like a week or two ago, called Coronavirus and the Miracle Morning. And he basically talked in the post about how he was 
altering his Miracle Morning to specifically deal with some of the challenges that were being presented right now with what we're going through. And that post was phenomenal. In fact, I think I might have sent that out to our whole community. I'm not sure. But either way, he got just amazing feedback. So many people thanking him, saying, this is exactly what I needed. Thank you. This helps my Miracle Morning. It helps me. And so I asked Chip if he would share go a lot deeper than that post went in the form of a podcast. And of course, Chip, Chip, you know, Chip, uh, Chip loves to contribute. And so he was happy to share. And Chip has become not only one of my closest friends, but I often refer to him as my chief miracle worker. Like he is behind the scenes helping the Miracle Morning movement continue forward. He's, he's part of the movie team. He helps with uh, copywriting and, and sending out emails. He obviously leads in the Miracle Morning community Facebook group. So Chip is one of the most, one of the greatest servant leaders that I've ever seen. And he is also one of the most prolific practitioners of the Miracle Morning, as well as his own information. He has, he's working on a book right now called, I think, The Joy Journey. He has a program called The Joy Journey. He's got The Joy Jump. He has a few different programs. He really, his work centers around bringing joy into our lives, which also is so important. And I, I think, in fact, I know he talks about that toward the end of his of the podcast today. That's part of what you're going to hear. So without further ado, I'm turning it over to my good friend, Chief Miracle Worker, Chip Frank, to talk to you about how to utilize and possibly modify and customize your Miracle Morning practice right now so that it serves you at the highest level. All right, goal achievers, members of the Miracle Morning community, I love you, I appreciate you, and I will talk to you all next week. Here's Chip. Well, hello, 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 Achieve Your Goals listeners. This is indeed Chip Franks, and I want to thank Hal Elrod for that momentous, very moving introduction, which, uh, truth be known, I haven't heard yet, but I'm certain it was embarrassingly wonderful. So, Hal, thank you for that. (laughs) And, uh, And seriously, Thank you, Hal, for just putting together this community and continuing to show up day after day for everyone here, for the Miracle Morning community, for all of the Achieve Your Goals listeners. Folks, I get a chance to see Hal behind the scenes, and the man walks his talk like no one else and uh, just really cares about what he brings to you and to the community. So, Hal, thank you very much for just being that kind of person. So, we really, really appreciate it. Now, Today, uh, I have to hurry up because I have a lot of information to shell out, not just information, but hopefully this is, uh, you're going to get some useful tools today because today's podcast episode, as you may have read in the show notes, it's coronavirus and the Miracle Morning. And this is actually an extension of a post that I did in the Miracle Morning community that got uh, a lot of traction and a lot of folks seemed to like it. So uh, we wanted to go a little bit deeper with this and just give you some tools to enhance your miracle morning, to enhance your your morning practice. And and in fact, you can do these at any time during the day. But what we really, really want to do with this podcast episode is to introduce you to some, some tools that you can use to help your mindset during this challenging time, during these uncertain times, during these, you may have heard about the quarantine and the coronavirus. So this is really an unprecedented time in human history, and there are a lot of good things for it. And if you're looking for blessings, you can certainly find those. However, this is to help 
either maintain a great mindset or to actually go back and get a great mindset for this. So I hope that this helps for you. And uh, I'm excited about it. And you know what? If you're listening to this at home, because uh, there's probably a lot less driving, less going out to the gym and listening to these podcasts, if you can take some notes on this, it would be really great. And I'm not just saying that for me because it's an ego thing or whatever, but I honestly feel like you're going to get some tools here that will really help in keeping your mindset where it needs to be. And I'm just going to get started now just real quickly and tell you my three pieces of advice for what to do during this time. And now, mind you, obviously, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a biologist. And frankly, I guess what I do is I help people feel better and I help people cultivate joy in their own lives. And that's kind of what I've done. And I've helped lots of people do it. But uh, so take what I say with a grain of salt If you like it and it's useful, great. That's wonderful. Please use it. And if not, that's completely fine. Just think about it for yourself. So number one, and this is really what this entire podcast is about, and we're going to get started on this. But the first thing that each and every one of us can do is to take care of ourselves first. And that is the the biggest and the best thing that we can do really for ourselves, obviously, but then also for all of the people in our lives, people who are depending on us or an economy that's depending on us to come out and and be better than ever before. And we're going to talk about that, but a lot of it is extreme self-care. And included in extreme self-care is the miracle morning and continuing that for yourself to just maintain that, that mindset. And I would argue the heart set and the soul set that you need to handle some of these challenging times. So that's number one. Number two, and the reason why we take care of ourselves and we secure our own oxygen mask on ourselves first is so that we can reach out and we can help others. Now, Fred Rogers, one of my heroes, you know, Mr. Rogers and his neighborhood, you may have heard of him. One of the things he said is that during times of crisis, during scary times, look for the helpers. Look for the people who are helping. And there's always, there are always those individuals. And what I say is the people who practice the Miracle Morning, who have this mindset, and also the people, of course, that listen to a podcast called Achieve Your Goals Podcast, we are the helpers. When we take care of ourselves, we're able to help other people. And I have a little practice that I talk about with that, and it's called A-OK a day, which is acts of kindness per day. And uh, one act of kindness, and it can be as simple as sending a text to anyone that, that you love or someone that might need encouragement, or it could be a lot more advanced than that. It could be helping someone in saving a life during this time or helping someone financially or whatever it is, but just helping people do that. So that's the second thing is uh, obviously after you take care of yourself, reach out to help other people. And the third thing, the third thing I'd recommend is preparing and just getting ready for an economy that's probably changing, a job landscape that's changing. Of course, many of you know that my voice is probably reaching some people who have lost your jobs. And my gosh, my heart goes out to you right now. And, uh, the good news, the, the wonderful news is human innovation is alive and well, and I believe that we're going to have some, some help for you soon. And by the way, before I forget this, and I will mention it later, but I have uh, included some resources for those who need to get a job, 
after this or when this is over or actually even starting now, honestly, you can do that. But if you go to chipfranks.com forward slash jobs, J-O-B-S, and it's good information on how to apply for and get any job that you want. There's another article in there that's uh, called Finding Your Magic Spot. And that's really how to get into the career that you really want to with that. And there's a third article in there about shadowing. And that is actually what Tony Robbins calls modeling. But uh, that is finding someone who does what you want to do in the world and approaching them the right way and actually seeing how they do their job and how they're so good at it. For one, so you can look at it and you can see what they do and know that, hey, that's something I want to do. And two is they do it so well that you can get ideas on how to do it yourself. So anyways, chipfranks.com forward slash jobs. And it's just my little way of helping out uh, folks who might need to look for new work after all this is said and done. So just real quickly, my situation I'm stuck with, that's probably not the right term, but I am quarantined with my family of five, including myself, my lovely wife, Laura, who is in the mortgage industry, very, very good at her job. She's in the, the top 1% of mortgage officers nationwide. And I can tell you that's a scary, scary situation right now because the rules are changing daily for her. And she like literally works almost every day from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. doing what she does. And it's a little scary. So we have some uncertainty in our lives right now. And then uh, also my daughter, Mandy, who is a pre-med student, and she's going through her college classes online and uh, doing really well with that. My uh, reclusive genius daughter, Allie, who is 16 and uh, now doing some of her coursework online and not really appreciating the fact that she has to do that every day. And uh, of course, my eight-year-old, the amazing Alec. Some of you know he is born with Down syndrome. And every day he tells me at the end of the day, he's like, Dad, I want to stay home tomorrow. And I say, boy, guess what? You are in luck, son. You can stay home tomorrow. And uh, that's our situation. And we're kind of out in the country and we have a pretty good sized house. So it's kind of nice to just to be quarantined with the family, honestly. And we go on lots of walks out here and uh, feel very blessed that we're able to, to be together and still able to continue our profession. But that's just our situation. And I, don't, and I just say that just so you kind of know where we're coming from. And if you're stuck in a little apartment, if you're not able to make ends meet or anything like that, our heart goes out to you and we're, we're thinking about you and praying for you uh, during this time. But now let's get into real quickly, the miracle morning and the coronavirus. And here says that what we're going to start with on that, one of the only things that we can control right now is what we do with ourselves and how we respond to the situation we're in. And we can help create our own mental resilience with this. Number one, so we can feel better about ourselves. Some of you may not feel good about yourselves. If you're not doing things every day, you're not experiencing momentum. If you're uh, binging on Netflix or whatever, it's completely understandable. But that kind of thing starts to wear on our soul and we start to not feel good about ourselves with that. So number one is so we feel better about ourselves. But number two is then what I mentioned before. When we take care of ourselves, we can reach out and we can help others. And uh, that's wonderful. And we're an example for others so that they can see that people are, are thriving and doing this the right way and you can help out other people. And then three, it really allows you to prepare and you're in the right mindset 
to help yourself and make yourself better and to do scribing exercises, which we're about to get to, and make your situation better, you know, just to be in the right place for that. Because if you're depressed and if you're wearing pajamas all day, and if you're not taking showers and just not working on yourself, you're not in the best place to be able to help others or to help yourself when all of the smoke clears from this coronavirus. So I hope that this really can help you out here. So that is what we're doing here. And, you know, something just real quickly about the coronavirus is that now is the time. It's like a unique time in history for humanity to step up. And I am so encouraged by what I see and the innovation that people are doing to help one another and the resilience that people have in taking care of themselves and their neighbors and helping other people. So just wherever you happen to be during this, our thoughts are with you and you deserve to take care of yourself and be able to do this. And if you haven't been doing your miracle morning, if you've been letting your schedule slide, please let this be the wake-up call for that to, to help you out with it. And today, I think that we're going to help it. This is a toolbox that you can open up here in the Miracle Morning and can really help yourself with it. So that is where we are right now. And just to, as I get into this, I am going to start giving you strategies for each one of the savers in the Miracle Morning. And uh, again, I hope that you can write some of these down and do this. But I am about to name drop. So I'm going to have to like stoop over and pick up this name that I'm about to drop. But last week, I got a chance to be on a group call with Stedman Graham. And he is Oprah's boyfriend. And uh, I asked him specifically, I'm like, well, what should we tell people? What should we tell folks in our tribe about what they can do right now and, and what they can do during this time? And his answer was, was amazing. And he said to me, let me make sure that I have this uh, right here because it's fantastic. He says, the transformation is always love. And I love that. And uh, he's a really sharp guy, really good with that. But what I took that to mean, and hopefully what you can take this to mean for you, is that we need to love ourselves enough to wake up every morning and do the miracle morning and love ourselves enough to maybe set a, a foundational schedule, as Hal calls it, so that we are doing something productive each day to feel better about ourselves. We are deserving of, of the best that we can be and the best that we can do for our family and for others. And uh, while this time is a time to reset and to, to maybe step back and take a look at things, it's really also a time for us to work on ourselves so we can go to work on our lives from that. So I just wanted to, to share that with you real quickly. And now let's give you some tools for the toolbox with your savers. We're going to go in order for the savers, and you probably know them already, but savers, it stands for silence, then affirmation, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. And again, I'm going to have to kind of go through these fast, so please take notes or come back and, and listen to this. And honestly, you know, if um, I'm going to go ahead and make some notes on this, you can find the notes at miraclemorning.com and then look for the podcast. And you'll see this, and they usually put the notes and, and or the transcript up in this. But I will also do this as well at my website, chipfranks.com forward slash AYG for, again, achieve your goals. And some of these notes will be written out there just so you can print them out. You can use them. You can do whatever you want to with them. But I just uh, I would like to help with that. So number one, let's uh, get started with silence. And I have a few tools 
right now that, that we can do. And of course, that's purposeful silence. And it can be prayer. It can be meditation. It can just be deep breathing or moments of gratitude. But uh, let's uh, get started with prayer. And whether or not uh, you're a believer in prayer, if you're not, uh, maybe this section doesn't apply to you or this tool, but that's cool. But it, it may still work. And you can just, rather than praying to God or what have you, pray to the universe or life or whatever makes you feel good there. And this is what I suggest during that prayer is that you pray for yourself during the current situation. Some of us don't do that, and we pray for others a lot easier than we pray for ourselves. So I would suggest praying for yourself, and specifically, this is what I pray for, and you can try this if it works for you, awesome. I pray for wisdom to do the right things and know the right things to do, and then I pray for strength and the courage to actually go out and do those. So that is a part of my prayer routine every morning. And then I do something that I call my peepaw prayer. I say peepaw because it's my granddad. He was a Baptist minister, a really godly man and not in your face about, you know, sinners in the hands of an angry God kind of thing. He was just a really good person who wanted to help other people. But peepaw prayed every morning for his extended family and those he loved by name. And I would suggest trying that or at least giving it a try. Uh, starting with you, then your family, and then the circle of the people that you can help influence, and then eventually to the world, and that you pray uh, goodness and kindness and health and abundance and love and all of the good things for those people. And I think that what you'll find is one, is you feel better by doing that. And then two, of course, I'm a believer in prayer, and I really, I think it helps other people even if it's the observer effect, you know, in quantum physics or, or what have you with that. So that is technique number one. I call it my peepaw prayer. But uh, again, pray for yourself and then pray for your surrounding influence. Now, number two for silence. This method is the loving kindness meditation. And just what you want to do with that is it's essentially the same type of thing as a prayer but it's uh, really like almost a guided visualization slash meditation of you wishing yourself well and then wishing other people well along the way and continually widening that circle and wishing those well. And Tara Brock actually has a really good guided loving kindness meditation. And I have uh, put that, and again, it should be on the show notes, but if you go to chipfranks.com forward slash meditation, I have Tara Brock's meditation there, as well as a class that I did on meditation that might help you. It's like an hour and 40 minutes of uh, my best meditation techniques or whatever, and I hope that that really helps you out. So that's the second technique, the loving kindness meditation. And then the third one, this is a little different, and maybe it's a little woo-woo, but it's the self-love meditation. And a little while back, a few months back, Hal had a gentleman by the name of Kamal Ravikant on the show. And he wrote the book, Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. And uh, that was a great book. It was fantastic. And one of the things that Kamal does is he has a meditation that usually he runs like six to seven minutes or so. And it's basically thinking about how much he loves himself and imagining a light coming from heaven, like uh, filling him up a silver light while he's imagining just how much he loves himself and having that loving self-talk while he's meditating to a song that's very soothing, relaxing, that he likes. So I recommend just trying that out. 
And, uh, and again, because we can get really down on ourselves during these times. And one of the best things we can do for ourselves and for others is to love ourselves during this time. So those are my tools for the silence part of the savers. Let's move on. Let's go to affirmations. And now this one, I, I have two tools for you. And the first one is a, an affirmation technique that I'm thinking about just specifically for the coronavirus. And that is you want to write out exactly how you're being and how you want to show up and how you are showing up during this time in particular. And specifically, that uh, for me, this is what I write, that I will be a light for others and that I'll be strong myself so I can be an example to others and I can pass on love and kindness to other people. And when you affirm something like that, it just makes you feel a lot better. And if you're having a problem doing your Miracle Morning, by the way, another affirmation that can help you is to affirm that you actually do your Miracle Morning each morning, that you wake up a little earlier than you have to, and maybe you don't have to wake up at any given time uh, right now, but you wake up a little earlier than you have to and do your Miracle Morning. And if you affirm that, it will be a little easier to actually make that your reality. And uh, let me turn off my phone so you don't hear these text messages I'm getting from hell right now. So, so that is the, the first technique is to affirm how you're acting specifically during the coronavirus. Now, the second technique, and folks, this is something that, that has made a huge difference in my life. And I don't have a whole lot of time to go into it because Hal wants to keep these podcast episodes reasonably short. So we're trying to keep this uh, 45 minutes or so, but this is, a, I could talk all day on this. And this is called affirmed philosophy. And what this is for me is these are affirmations that I say in the morning that are my spiritual armor for the day. And another way that I like to put it and that I talk about here is that these philosophies that I affirm and that I read each day are my operating system for life. And they work for my soul. They help me feel better. And it really helps make sense of the nonsensical. So when you see the chaos that the world is in right now and you see bad things happening to good people, affirmed philosophy is the kind of thing, it's the thing for me that just makes sense of it all. And let me give you an example. And uh, I've already, I'll give you the God disclaimer on this. If you're not a believer in God, that's completely fine. Just please substitute it for universe or life or whatever it makes you feel comfortable. But one of my biggest philosophies is that we have a loving God. And the, the word loving makes all the difference. And Einstein once said, and this is worth writing down, and I really do believe Einstein said this. I, I, he's, you know, half the quotes on the internet are attributed to him, but I've done some research and it looks like he said it. And he said, I'm paraphrasing here, but he said, one of the most important decisions we can make is whether or not we live in a friendly universe or a hostile universe. And if you're listening to me right now, you probably know which camp I fall into. And uh, I really do believe that we live in a friendly, kind, loving universe when we look for it. And that makes all of the difference for me. So when I see horrific things happening on the news, or if I, again, if I see bad things happening to good people, or if I think about things even like the Holocaust, or children not having enough food to eat, or things like that, that one philosophy 
helps me think about that. And just to give you an idea, a few of my other philosophies are that uh, I borrowed this from John Lennon, is that it will all be divinely perfect in the end. And if it's not divinely perfect, it's not the end. So if things are going bad right now and it's a horrible time and there's too much for us to bear at any given time, then I know that's not the end. And I know that something better is coming along because we live in a friendly universe. And I hope that makes sense to you for the affirmed philosophies. And just a a few other things that I believe, and actually let me flip to it. I have my journal here. And this is how I do it, by the way. And this is a, a good good exercise to do is I write these out in the front of my journal so I can read them every day. And this really, really helps me. Another philosophy that I got from one of my students in in my joy class is that love wins. I love that. Love wins. It always wins. In the end, love wins, which is really good. Another one, and this is really cliche, but again, it makes sense if you apply it to what's happening right now. And that is everything everything happens for a reason and we get to choose that reason. And now if you see like these affirmed philosophies, and by the way, again, I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm dropping all of these everywhere here, but if you go to chipfranks.com forward slash philosophy, you can actually see all of my affirmed philosophies written out for you. And you are welcome to take those You can steal them because I stole a lot of them. You can modify them. You can change them to yourself. But again, in your affirmations each day, this is a strategy in a toolbox that you can use is write out your affirmed philosophies. And I can tell you that has made me so much more joyful this year. It has provided me spiritual armor that like almost nothing can touch me that's bad in the world when I believe in and I affirm my philosophies. It is my spiritual armor, and it's very difficult for something to touch me, much less hurt me. And honestly, I'm dealing with a few things right now, and uh, my mother is doing really bad in health, and my dog is older and not doing so well. And you know what? It, it just, I can't say it doesn't, doesn't touch me at all, but it certainly doesn't crush me, and it's all because of affirmed affirmations. So again, I hope that is something that really helps out for you. And I know it really helps for me. But those are the tools for affirmations. And now let's go to visualization. And I know from working with the Miracle Morning community that this is the toughest one for most people. So I'm going to give you two methods for visualization that I think can help and that you can add to your toolbox, especially during the time of coronavirus. And if you're ready, the first one I learned from a gentleman named Sad Guru, and that's S A D H. G-U-R-U. And one of the things that he does is he meditates. And while he is meditating, he does a visualization of essentially himself acting perfectly. And this is something that I've adopted and it's something that's really wonderful. And here's here's the thing, and this is what you want to do during your visualization. Uh, For me, I close my eyes and I actually do it as part of my meditation practice. But I close my eyes and I visualize in my mind that I see myself in the daily situations and daily situations that we all go through. Like we do 90% of the same things each and every day. And what I see myself in this visualization is I see myself acting perfectly. I see myself not reacting with anger, but responding with love. And I see myself 
reaching out and helping people and being a loving father and a, a wonderful, kind, caring husband for my wife and helping her out and saying the right things like on a podcast. I actually thought about this when I was doing my Miracle Morning today, that I would say the right things to reach out to you and do the right thing today. And that's something that I visualize in my head. So I'm hoping that this is working. And what you want to do is just think about the things that you do all day or the things that you can do in the future as well and see yourself in your mind's eye. And there's two ways of doing it. One is you can actually see yourself like you're in a movie and you see yourself doing it. And there's also the way that you are looking through your own eyes and actually acting out and doing the right things as if you were seeing from your own eyes, you doing those things, those right things, those perfect things in those situations. And I suggest that you try both of them and figure out which one works for you. For me, the one that's most effective is actually visualizing it from my own eyes. So when I get to that point, I'm much more likely to do it. And uh, another quick statement on that is that you can also visualize yourself at the hardest moments of your day and the hardest moments of maybe your workouts or whatever you have to do, a challenge that you're not looking forward to, and imagine yourself and visualize yourself at that moment pushing through and going further and doing better. And that's something that just really helps. So that is the first technique for visualization. I hope this helps. The second one is something I I picked up from Rob Dial. And this is from our product, the Best Year Ever Blueprint Mentors that I did in conjunction with Hal Elrod and John Berghoff, which is really wonderful. And Rob Dial explained the visualization technique that led to 1 billion views. And that's the name of the, the lesson that we have in that product, which by the way, is at bybmentors.com. Just if you'd like to check it out, obviously you don't have to. And maybe I'm pimping things out too much. So maybe I need to stop that, but I really believe in this. So I'm hoping it can help you. But anyways, Rob Dial, what he does is he uses visualization. He calls it GPS. And what that stands for is goal and then the path and then the screen. So what you want to do in in this system of visualization is you imagine your goal, whatever that is that you're looking for. It can be material items. It can be the way that you feel, the relationships that you have, a certain bank account, traveling, whatever that is, you visualize that goal in your head and you bring it and you make it real and you smell it and you see it and you make it visceral for you. You do as much as you can with that. And then the second part, the path, that one's a little more fuzzy. But what you do is you imagine yourself doing the things that you know you need to do to get to those goals and that goal. And you just see yourself doing it. And seeing yourself doing it, by the way, is the S part. And that's the screen. And that's what we just talked about. Seeing yourself doing those actions, either from a movie screen, like you see that, or I would suggest adding the one like where you do them through your own eyes so you can see that. But again, it's the GPS system, which stands for goal path and screen. And that is something that is just really fantastic and really helps out a bunch. Woo. Okay. We are through these and guys uh, and gals, uh, as you're listening to this, I know I'm kind of going through them fast and I have a lot of energy behind this. It's because I'm looking at the clock and I want to make sure that I get this in, in the right amount of time for you. But with that said, we're halfway through the saver. So if you can uh, play with me here, Just pause just for a little bit, 
taking a deep breath. Hold it for a little bit. And then let it out. And there we are. And I've just reset myself. This is wonderful. If you don't do that during the day, something I do is I just set my alarm to be able to do that a couple of times during the day. And that's something that helps out. Now, where were we? We were at exercise, right? And I'm not going to tell you too much about exercise because you know about exercise. And I'm not the, the one to really tell you about it, but here are these twists. And they're not, uh, this isn't rocket science or anything, but man, I just really feel that this helps. And with exercise, that is to get outside as much as you can. And of course, during this time, that means being safe while you do it. Stay away from other humans. And in fact, I'd recommend staying more than six feet away just in case, but just be safe with that. But as much as you can, get out into nature. And I mean, it's just so good for you. And nature is just fantastic. It is one of the very best things that a human being can do to cure their soul. And so if you can get out, so one of the things I do is uh, either a walk and or a run in nature. And here's the thing, if you can do this, and especially right now, because most of us have electronics going all day, we have screens going all day, or on the phone or on Zoom calls, whatever it is for you, turn off the phone. And in fact, if you don't have to bring it with you, don't bring your phone out and just go for a nature walk or a nature run. Or if you plan on lifting weights or doing push-ups or burpees or anything like that, do it outside. And another thing, and this is uh, again, a little woo-woo, but I know it works for me. Take off your shoes and walk around in the grass and like literally ground yourself because it's something that will help you feel much better. Put this in your schedule and I promise this can be one of the very best things for feeling better during this time of the coronavirus. Now, the second tip for exercise is something that I call the afternoon recharge. And the way that I do it, if I am uh, on the ball and I'm doing it right, is about two to three o'clock, I start to feel the afternoon sluggishness. Like I'm ready for a siesta, I'm ready for a nap or whatever. So what I do is I do my second meditation of the day then, and uh, that's documented in the meditation a class or course that uh, I mentioned earlier, again, chipfranks.com forward slash meditation to watch that. I gave that class to the Miracle Morning community and a lot of people were helped by it, I believe. So you can check that out, but, and it shows you exactly how I do it. So I do my afternoon meditation and then just immediately after that, like after I'm calm and I'm collected and uh, recharged with that, I do some quick exercises and I have like a little rebounder, the little mini trampoline, and I jump on that for five minutes. And I usually watch like an inspirational YouTube video or something. I do that. Or you can do burpees or you can go for another afternoon walk or a run or something like that. But just do something quick to kind of get the blood flowing through your system again. And that is so much better than you like a five minute energy or whatever it is, five hour energy, excuse me and it will help you a lot more. So that's my second technique for that. Now we are to the R in savers, and that is reading, of course. And here's my take on things. Economics was my minor at Texas A&M. And of course, I don't know everything that there is to know about economics, obviously, and I don't know exactly what our economy is going to look like through all of this. Now I'm seeing encouraging signs from China 
and their uh, their stock market has returned and rebounded, and a lot of their stores are open again, like even Apple, the American stores are open over there. And I think that what they saw in their economy was a like a V, like it went off a cliff, went down for a while. While people were quarantined, everyone was worried about it. But then when they came back, a lot of people were put back to work. People started spending money again. The stores opened, the stock market rebounded, and it seems like it's going really well. And I take some comfort from that. However, I don't count on that. And there are some other strong signals that our economy could be in for a really bad ride, like people not paying their mortgages and thinking that a mortgage forbearance is the same as a forgiveness, which it isn't. So just take a look at that. And people not paying their bills, which sets off kind of a cascading effect, like it knocks down dominoes where people don't have money to pay their their mortgages if they're landlords and causes foreclosures and uh, credit being ruined. And as a result, lenders tightening their lending requirements. And it's a downward spiral in a situation like that. How this relates to reading is that I want each of us, if you are listening to this, I would just encourage you to prepare for this and get all of the knowledge that you can. And you can use your reading session for finding out what the economic future looks like. But what I would suggest is actually reading to make your skills better. And whatever this looks like, whether you serve clients directly or if you serve a boss or a business or something like that, you use your reading time to make yourself better and able to provide more value in the time that we have. Because more than ever, it's going to be a competitive landscape and you're going to have to get good at what you do. So again, if you're looking for a job, read on how to find a job. I put my stuff for free out at chipfranks.com forward slash jobs. Hopefully that helps you. But if you're a business owner, then you should use your reading time to figure out how you best serve your clients right now in this time. You can read about how others are doing it really well and shadow them and find them. But that time is really earmarked for you to become a better version of yourself. And reading, of course, does that. And just something I, I would encourage you now, no matter what the economy looks like, the basic fact of capitalism and reaching out and helping other people is true. And that is Zig Ziglar's quote. And he said, you can have everything you want in life if you just help enough people get what they want. So I would encourage you to figure out how to give people what they want in the new upcoming economy that we have and the new normal that we're experiencing. So really, that's something I really believe that can help. And here's something else. This is the second tool for the reading. I suggest that you read as an on-demand skills-based practice, meaning that you just read what you need to read during your miracle morning to make yourself better. So if you have an internet business like I do, then that's what your reading needs to be about is how you best serve your clients and how you best get things out there for people to use or the, the best thing that you can do for your business in that time. And that's an example of that. Or if you have health issues or health challenges, then obviously you want to read about that. And something how Elrod does, which I really, really appreciate, is he will go and research something. He Googles how to do something. So if you don't know how to do something or a skill set that you need, start by Googling it. Look at the how, how to and read several sources on that. And then he opens up uh, Amazon 
and he orders several of the best books on the subject. And he just like sprinkles those books like all over his workplace. So he looks at them and he takes them in, even if it's by osmosis or whatever, but he refers to those and he can learn pretty much any skill he needs. And that's something I just really, really appreciate about him. That's the second tool is the on-demand reading as we need it. And then lastly, the last S on this, which is scribing. And some of you may know I'm a just a voracious journaler. I journal all the time. And I think that this is one of the very biggest things that we can do during this time. And especially like right now, my heart goes out to you if you're feeling anxious. This is something that can really, really help. So the first thing that I do every day, and this makes such a difference in my day, is something that I call active appreciation journaling. And hopefully if you can write that down or whatever, this is really big. And you may have heard this because I did a podcast back in Thanksgiving that kind of went over it, but it's so important and it makes such a big difference in my mindset every day that I really want to pass this on to you. So this is what you do. It is like some of you may have heard of gratitude journaling or whatever, but what this is, is you going out to actively appreciate certain things in the world. And I do it with a specific format. In the morning, I do five things. And then at nights, before I go to sleep, I also do five things. And here's one of the reasons why. One of my mentors, he said that anxiety and fear cannot live in the same head at the same time as gratitude. And I took that to mean that I need to get in a state of gratitude and active appreciation most of my life. So I'm not as affected by that fear. And uh, I'd encourage you to do the same. And this is what I do. The first thing that I write down in my act of appreciation, and I think it really helps to write, by the way, because it's kind of like you're imprinting on your own soul and it causes you to remember it. And you're putting all of that, the thoughts and information clarified into writing with your own hand. So I like doing it with a a pen and paper journal, but obviously you do it the way that you want to do. But here's what I do. The first thing is I am grateful for something that is really, really profound in my life. And that could be anything. It could be the opportunity to reach everyone around the world from our laptop or the fact that we have language that we can communicate with each other. Or it could be something your wife or your husband or your kids did and the fact that they're in your life and that they came out exactly like they did. I mean, those are all profound and wonderful. But here's the thing, and this is what I'd like you to do, is every day do something different. Don't do the same profound thing every day because then it loses its power. And what you want to do and the way that the brain is work, uh, works on this is that you want to seek all of the blessings in your world. And when your brain does that, it's like doing a rep at the gym. And you get better and better at it and your brain gets trained, like literally rewired with its neurons to be appreciative. And I have all the science to back me up on this and it's wonderful, but that's the first thing is uh, doing something profound. And then I do something that I could normally take for granted. And the other day I was walking and I thought, man, I really appreciate the soles on my Vibram five finger shoes. I love those. I go out and walking at them and Now it's a great time because people don't look at me weird because they look weird. But I was just thinking about those souls and they, uh, whoever designed them, they engineered them, they created them, they went to school to figure out the best ways to do it. I really appreciate those guys. So number two is something you would normally take for granted without this practice. Then the third one, 
The third one is what really, it's a stoic practice that I created. And what it is, is you want to write down something you appreciate about an obstacle or a challenge or what would normally quote unquote, be a bad thing in life. And for instance, on like, again, I mentioned my mother is not doing so well. She has cancer now, is receiving radiation, is really weak. And like, while she is doing that, I'm thinking, you know, what's the good in this situation? And you know what? It made me think about her and the life that we've had together and how much love she has shown me and how much she supported me throughout my life and helped me be the man that I am and just how much I cherish the time I have left with her. So that's one thing. And then another thing that I thought of is uh, one of my affirmed philosophies to go back to that. And that is that our souls are intertwined with those we love throughout eternity. And when I think about that in the affirmed philosophy, I'm not as devastated about my mom passing away soon, you know, which it looks like it might, might very well happen. But uh, that is what active appreciation journaling is. And for number four and five, by the way, because I do five every morning and every night, those can be anything that you want. And it's just a framework in your mind can go anything that you want. It could be any of the three categories before, or what I'd suggest also is people that are in your life and not just the people, but specifically things about them that you really appreciate or that you love. And maybe also events, things that have happened, things that are happening or things that even will happen, but whatever you want to put in for the last two, that's completely up to you. So that is my, my biggest scribing technique for that is the one to five appreciations. And then the last thing that I want you to think about is a, a journaling question. And you can add this to your scribing. And that is answer this question in your scribing. Okay. Get your journal and at the top in really big letters, write, who do I want to be through this crisis? That's a really important question, and I would love for you to take the time to journal that out and just really get it out of you, because people are going to ask, what did you do during the great quarantine of 2020? What did you do to help other people? What did you do to help yourself? What did you do to bless the lives of others? I mean, did you sit and watch Netflix? I mean, Netflix is great. Uh, We have family movie night, by the way, which is fantastic, and we love that, but up until seven o'clock, I'm working and I'm doing stuff that hopefully blesses other people and myself. And I hope that I'm being the right person through this uh, entire ordeal. And I'd encourage you to write that down in your scribing session for your miracle morning. And now my dear Achieve Your Goals listeners, I'm looking at the time here and, and we're coming up on the end. So I hope that these tools and these techniques for each one of the savers are some things and techniques you can use to help bless your lives and bless the lives of others. And just really quickly, I've given you a couple of resources in this, and of course, they're listed in the show notes with it. But at this point in the interview, and I've already talked to Hal about this, usually he asks folks, where can people find you? And obviously, you know, chipfranks.com, that's that's where to go for me. And if you go there, I have uh, my own specific daily schedule. It's something I call my joy schedule that you can get uh, when you sign up on my email list. Of course, you can unsubscribe if you don't want to hear from me anymore. But generally, I send out just really helpful information about once a week, which uh, I'm really proud of. That that really helps. So you can find me at chipfranks.com. And I wanted to give you one last thing. And this is uh, something I believe that can really help. I have what I call the Joy Jump Challenge. 
And what it is, and of course, this is what I do now, is I help people cultivate joy in their lives. And personally, I mean, I'm biased with this. I think it's the most important thing that we can do for ourselves is to cultivate joy. And it's the most important thing we can do for others. Because if you think about someone that you love, the best thing that they can tell you at any given time is that they are joyful in their life. And I think that that is so profound and so wonderful. And joy is it's beyond happiness. And it's something that you don't chase. You don't chase joy, but it is something that you can build up and that you can cultivate within you. And it is so far beyond happiness. I mean, happiness is a low standard and happiness is something that's fleeting and often external, whereas joy is something that comes from the inside out and you bring your joy with you. And that's what I help people do is to cultivate joy. And what I'm doing during this time, I have a $28 joy jump challenge that helps people. It's a seven-day challenge, and it gives a little lesson every day and an action item, a challenge item for you to actually do, because we don't learn by just learning and doing theory and taking that in. We learn by doing. So this challenge gives you a specific challenge each and every day, and it takes about 20 to 30 minutes to actually get the lesson in and do that challenge. But uh, that $28 course, I want to give that to you for free, and especially during this time. So if you go there, and uh, you can go to joyjumpchallenge.com, or also chipfranks.com, and click on my courses, and it will have it there. And if it says $28, it may actually say free, but if it says $28, just uh, click like you're purchasing it and use the, the coupon code or the discount code. A-Y-G for achieve your goals. And when you do that, you will get this joy jump challenge for free. And I promise if you go through it, it's something that will help your mindsets and help you feel better about yourself, number one, and then also to help you cultivate joy and feel better during this time that, that we have. So I hope that that is really helpful for you. And I hope it's a blessing for you. And folks, again, we need to sign off here. But thank you so much for listening with this. It is truly a blessing to be able to talk with you. And I hope that this helps you. And I hope you you can hear the sincerity in my voice that I want to help however I can. So thank you for this. And please be safe. And then remember that you are loved and you are deserving. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Achieve Your Goals podcast and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and exclusive content from Hal Elrod, visit halelrod.com forward slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast. 